Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Yes, yes, your host, Dan Bongino. I got in a chat early. Some of you may have seen me in there. We got some listeners from England. Very happy for uh, to have a bunch of overseas listeners. Honored, actually, you would choose the show. It's great to have you all here. I got in there early today. I love chatting, seeing you all there. So thanks for joining early. You were the hardcore P1 listeners. Hey, special announcement. If you're down 2.30 p.m. Eastern time today on my radio show, Donald Trump will be a guest. Going to ask him about this vax mandates, masks, the Enrique Terrio, all of it. 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. Go to Station Finder on my website, Bongino.com. There's a station near you, or you can just listen up, Bongino.com, on my website. So don't miss that today. Special announcement. You're going to dig it. I will have highlights tomorrow on the Friday show from the interview as well, if you can't make it. So don't sweat it. Big show today. Let's get right to it. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. When do we decide to stop upholding free speech as a basic right? What's playing out right now, big tech companies and social media sites, is setting a dangerous precedent. Look, if it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what your politics are or who you vote for. It doesn't. Everyone should have the right to express themselves freely. The big tech monopoly has instead adopted, adopted uh, tactics for silencing and, uh, and censoring opponents. To fight back against big tech and their control of the internet, what, did I, what do I use? I use ExpressVPN. Free to access tech giants make all their money by tracking your searches. You're the product. Video history, everything you click on, and they sell it. When you use ExpressVPN, the app on your computer or phone, you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address. It makes your activity more difficult to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN encrypts 100% of your network data to protect you from eavesdroppers and cyber criminals. It takes just one click to protect all your devices. That's why ExpressVPN is rated number one by Business Insider. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, to get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com. Dot com slash Bongino. Huge show today. Producer Joe, let's go. All right, Daniel, it's, uh, it's showtime. <laughs> See, we have we have listeners from England everywhere. You have a producer Joe. You did, I don't know if you know this, but when I met producer Joe, he was doing a morning show at WCBM, and he had a whole bunch of characters. I had no idea. Where, what was the guy with the Southern Act, the chicken guy? Oh, I, I, I see. Uh, uh, he was the colonel. I the see. colonel. That's right. And yeah, folks, yes. I had no idea that was Armacost. I know. I'm like, you were the colonel the whole time. He used to do all these. That was pretty good stuff, man. It was a very, it's still a very popular I've show. Got, I've, I've, I've got a few. <laughs> so last night this happened with Stephen King. You remember Washed Up Has Been Stephen King wrote a few books. They were weirdo books. A lot of them had like kid orgies in them and stuff. The guy's like a total sicko, right? So Stephen King, the sad thing is I, I read this guy's books. I think I read uh, Thinner and what was the other one? And Carrie. I read the books. They were okay. I mean, they weren't the greatest books I ever read, but they were entertaining. Stephen King is obsessed with me. Stephen King gets aroused, I think, anytime he sees me on Twitter, which is very strange. Uh, he every like once a week, Stephen King, he like trolls my account to cloud chase. I don't know if he needs to sell some books or what. So I put out this new book. It's coming out on Friday, uh, excuse me, on uh, this Tuesday. So if you pick it up now online, it'll be at your door stat. It's called The Gift of Failure. I appreciate it. I've got about a week of of uh, of, of, uh, of of publicity to do for it. I deeply appreciate all of you who picked it up. But I titled the book The Gift of Failure for a reason. Because I know liberals are crazy, but more importantly, I know they're stupid. So, folks, when we were sitting around kind of chalk talking what the title of this book would be about all this stuff I screwed up in life, embarrassing stuff, law enforcement stories, really cool stuff. I said we should title it The Gift of Failure because liberals are so stupid. 
They'll troll my account and tell me how I failed a lot while promoting my book and not even knowing it. Folks, I swear to you on my life, I had this. Joe's left. Joe, I, I wish yes. I would have told you guys. And Guy, did I tell you this in advance? Honestly, you remember? We did, did we have this conversation about the title of the book and how we came to it? You don't, okay, I didn't talk to you about it with him. I just, I just I'm glad you were honest. I, on my life, I had this conversation with the publisher and one of the guys who helped us with the research and stuff, going back and fact checking. And the guy's like, that's a genius plan because liberals can't control themselves. Here it is. Stephen King, who strangely gets aroused when he sees my tweets. I tweet out the book. <laughs> I failed a lot. Here it is, Joe. Yes, Danny, you failed a lot. Fact. Yes. Thank you, Stephen, for retweeting to your millions of followers the link to my book, which uh, jumped up 14,000 spots uh, on book selling sites online the minute you put that out there. So we really appreciate it. And other liberals, if you would like to insult me on all my failures, my Twitter account, True Socials, at DeBongino, please tell me what a loser and failure I am. And while you cite the book, we love it. Thank you so much. I am, I'm, I'm begging you to do it, please. Just please don't miss the link to the book. Please, we appreciate you doing that quote tweet. What an idiot. These people are so... Every... Stephen, would you like that? He thinks you should get residuals on the book. If you send me a contract, I'll consider it for additional tweets. These people are so stupid. They're... All right, enough of that. So I got a lot of serious stuff to talk to. There's another DOJ trap being said. Please don't fall in it. It's involving this Hunter Biden thing. I'm going to get to that in a second. But ladies and gentlemen, I have some exclusive video here. Given that the January 6th, uh, people who were protesting on January 6th find themselves in jail for 7,000 years, yet BLM and Antifa can burn down the entire country and they run the streets freely, celebrated, the corporations donate to them and everything like that. I found some exclusive video showing you that, yes, ladies and gentlemen, January 6th, this, this was an insurrection. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was. It was a takeover. They didn't want to leave Capitol Hill. They were screaming. They were yelling. Police officers were there asking them to leave, and they were just sitting, and they wouldn't leave. They were causing a disruption. So this was a, definitely an insurrection. It's exclusive video. I don't think you're going to see this anywhere else. Key, if you would, uh, play that video. Just kidding. Just kidding. Fact checkers. Fact checkers. Bill D. McCarthy, Lewis Jacobson, Jacob Reyes. Yes, that's, that's a bunch of left-wing lunatics taking over the Capitol and protest Brett Kavanaugh while making up stories about him and his gaseous emanations or drinking or boofing or whatever. That, that, that's who that. Are all those people in jail for 22 years? No, I've, I've, of course not. Of course not. They're all being feted, palm fronds when they walk into cities, probably getting donations from corporations. Any of those people in jail? Yeah, justice. I'll ask uh, President Trump about this later, of course. Ah, oh, justice. Justice, man. Justice. justice, my ass. We need justice. You think we live in a country with justice right now? What are you kidding me? Go tweet or put on True Social about, on, online, tweet about the two-pronged justice system, how we don't have a justice system. We have an injustice system. Watch the liberals go crazy because they know it's true. They know it's not a narrative. They know it's a fact. We don't have a justice system. 
We have a system in the United States full of losers and jerk offs that protect uh, liberal activists who do whatever they want, burn down cities, kill people, murder people, take over the Capitol, scream in people's faces, accost them in elevators. They can do whatever they want. They get donations. They get feted. They're celebrated online. Matter of fact, you go on January 6th, you show up in a building for trespass, you find yourself in jail for 700 years. Don't bullshit me. Tell me we got a justice system. I'll tell you to stick it up your ass because you're full of shit and you know it. Well, maybe here's a better example of justice. I had to go dig around for this yesterday. At least the Department of Justice puts people involved in, you know, deaths and arson and all that other stuff with BLM. At least they put them, you know, in jail for a long time and and, and argue for that they should be kept in forever. I mean, you know, BLM, you set fire to a porn shop. A guy by the name of uh, Montez Lee dies. He has five kids. He was sleeping in the pawn shop. You protest for BLM. At least the Justice Department argued that that person should definitely go to jail. Just kidding. Just just kidding. Just kidding. Yes, just kidding again. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Here's Washington Examiner's Byron New York. Just the other day, he talks about Montez Lee. Montez Lee, who was uh, Oscar Stewart, excuse me, was a guy who was killed with five kids. Montez Lee, who uh, had his sentencing. They set fire to a porn shop. Oscar Stewart died at five kids, you know, died like burned alive. So then came Montez Lee sentencing, you know, BLM guy. And the events that caused Senator Cotton to ask questions about the case. In a hearing in July, DOJ prosecutors noted that, yes, sentencing guidelines did call for Montez Lee to be sentenced to between 235 and 240 months in prison. But the DOJ asked the judge to show leniency to Lee, asking he be sentenced to 144 months or 12 years instead. In the end, Montez Lee got only 10 years versus the 240 months in the guidelines. Set fire to a pawn shop. Guy with five kids, Oscar Stewart's dead. Yeah, just uh, tell me again, justice, how we got a justice system so I can laugh in your face and tell you what an asshole you are. Just go <laughs> tell me. I'd love, I'd love to hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, the DOJ is a cesspool. It is a cesspool right now of corruption. It is a cesspool of, I would argue, criminality. They may be covering up deliberately, covering up deliberately crimes, making them accomplices to some of these crimes. The DOJ is a joke. You should treat it like a joke. That's all it is. You shouldn't speak to these people. You shouldn't cooperate with these people. You should never cooperate with these people anymore. They haven't earned your trust. They are not there to help you. They are clearly there to be political bouncers for the left at this point. And I'm sorry, but that's a fact. Let me get to this because this is important. There's another trap being set for you right now. Yesterday, we were on the air at the end of my radio show. Breaking news. Breaking news. Hunter Biden is going to be indicted. They're throwing out the old indictment. The Hunter Biden's team's arguing to keep the diversion agreement. There's going to be a new indictment from the DOJ. Ladies and gentlemen, you can see this article in the journal. Prosecutors seek to indict Hunter Biden this month. Take this again. Crumple it up. Throw it right in the fireplace. This is a total waste of time. Why, Dan? They're going to indict the guy. David Weiss is not going to do squat, okay? The now special counsel on this. This guy has clearly been corrupted from the start. He's not going to do jack shit and jack left town. What are they doing here? This is a total trap. Folks, if another indictment comes down on Hunter Biden, which it may, they are clearly, clearly just buying time. They are buying time for the next election. Listen, Joe Biden is in a bad spot right now, okay? Joe Biden's political favorability is in the mid-30s. It may go lower by the time Election Day comes around because he's such a hapless buffoon in a rotting bag of oatmeal. Joe Biden is in real trouble. 
Joe Biden wants nothing more right now than to do what? Than to pardon his son, Hunter. That's all he wants. What's the problem, fellas? Anybody want to take a stab at it? Joe Biden cannot pardon his son right now because if he does, he will get absolutely annihilated in the election. It would be a political disaster. Yes, 90% of Democrats won't care, but 10% of them or maybe 15, maybe even 20 will realize this is a total disaster, a political move, and will definitely turn on the guy. So they've got to buy time. Here's what I see happening. If Joe Biden is the nominee, which again, I still doubt. I still doubt he's going to be the nominee. You know, Joe, we haven't done a flag in a while. Would you mind flagging it? It is oh. uh, 11 12 on the 17th, I think. Flag. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. We have 45,000 witnesses. We'll see. If, if, Joe, this is an if flag. Put an asterisk next to it, please. Hey, if guys, Biden is the nominee, to, on that thank, flag. You. thank you. I appreciate it. If Biden is the nominee, which I still see is unlikely, as his poll numbers continue to plummet, if he's the nominee and he wins, this is a lot of ifs, so double asterisk. What will happen is they're going to buy time on this thing. After the election, he'll pardon his son. He'll pardon his family. He'll ride off into the sunset. He'll resign the office maybe a year or two in under pressure and turn it over to Kamala Harris. If. Now, that's a lot of predictions right there. Predictions are like moles. Everybody's got one. But Joe Biden wants nothing more from what I'm hearing from everyone on the inside to pardon his son, Hunter Biden. This is a total trap by the DOJ. They're just buying time. He may not resign if he wins a second term because he's such a cocky, arrogant buffoon, but he will most definitely, if he wins a second term, pardon his family members. 100%. That gets all this guy wants to do. And ladies and gentlemen, it's not because he's a good dad. It's not because he gives a damn about his kid. He doesn't give a damn about his kid. He threw his crack addicted son in front of the Chinese Communist Party to get himself money. He doesn't care at all about his kids. There's nothing to do with that. What does he care about? You guys remember? He cares about not getting exposed himself. His son's own attorney has threatened to put Joe Biden on the stand. I talked about it last week. Yes, Hunter Biden's attorney, I didn't say that wrong, has already threatened the DOJ and said, you charge my client, Hunter, we're going to call dad onto the stand. Joe Biden knows he is the chairman of this. He knows he's the king of the grifters. He does not want to be under oath, forced to answer questions about where he got his money from. They need to have Hunter go away. The first way to do it was going to be that fake deal. Well, there's a real deal, but it was bullshit, the whole deal. That got thrown out. Now he's got a problem with this other indictment. All they're going to do is buy time. That is all they're going to do. They're going to buy time to the election, praying he wins, and there's gonna, they're going to pardon him. I promise you, do not fall for this trap. Biden is in real trouble. Ladies and gentlemen, the man has almost zero political capital left. Donors are starting to question this guy. The donors ultimately have the money to fund, camp, fund campaigns. Gavin Newsom is sitting there like sniffing like Joe Biden is. While Joe Biden's sniffing kids, Gavin Newsom sniffing the Oval Office. They are in real trouble. Pritzker from Illinois is looking at it. Whitmer jumping the race. They are waiting for this guy to get out. The only thing is Biden's too cocky and stupid to get out right away. Folks, there's nothing this guy can do right. You will never see a dumber White House ever. They keep putting up nominees and regulations, getting smacked down by the Supreme Court. You will never meet a dumber White House. They are totally disorganized. The people they have at the top are genuine morons. Corrine Jean-Pierre, Ron Klain was an idiot. Biden's a moron. These people are, I'm, oh, Dan, you're getting, I'm serious. They are really stupid in the aptitude and achievement sets. They are really dumb. That's why they will never step aside and they keep stepping on their own cranks. They're stupid. But the thing about it is, 
They're, they're, they're highlighting for America what an embarrassment liberalism has become. There's nobody more embarrassed by liberalism other than liberals. I'm going to show that to you. It's going to be a theme for the next few minutes of the show. How I mean it. How we as conservatives are proud to defend our position. Tax cuts for a reason. School choice for a reason. Personal choices in health care. Regulatory reform. We'll defend these night and day. Being pro-life. Not liberals. They're embarrassed. I'm going to show you what I mean, but I want to show you what I mean by the nominees. This is Biden's nominees. These, the people they put up in front of the, for, for judgeships and other nominees are some of the dumbest people you've ever seen. Deb Highland, all, all morons, all idiots. Here's a nomination for, here's a nominee, Yumi Lee, for a, a judge spot. She goes up on Capitol Hill, apparently has written and edited some papers about how men should declare their women at sentencing to get into women's prisons. Now, if you're a liberal and you're proud of that position, you think you would defend it in front of the in front of the uh, in front of the Senate in the confirmation hearing, correct? Not liberals. They're embarrassed by liberalism. Watch this exchange with Senator Kennedy, who takes no bullshit from these people at all. This is great. Check this out. Do you think that 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 a male prisoner convicted in a court of law on final judgment should be allowed to claim that he is transgender in order to be assigned to a a female to a, a female prison. Senator, as discussed earlier, the issue of uh, assignment facilities and such is one which is being actively litigated in California and may become before me. If I were oh, to be now all of a sudden do- you can't answer it. You answered it in your law review article. Senator- you were for it. But now you can't answer it. Is that your testimony? My testimony is that was an article from over 13 years ago and that as a judge now and as I have been for nearly the last five years, my responsibilities are to fully faith. The the truth is you believe that a, a male prisoner should be able to allow at the sentencing phase to claim that he is transgender in order to be assigned to a female prison. Now, you believe that, don't you? Senator, you wrote it. There's nobody more embarrassed by liberalism other than liberals. Folks, it's not just one issue. It's not an isolated incident. What is key? I, I'm surprised you didn't catch up. Usually like snappy with this. This is the Michael Anton. That's not happening, but it's great that it is theory. How when you expose anything liberals believe in, uh, men should be in women's prisons. Kids should have their their testicles cut off at a young age. Babies should be aborted as they're being born. They're like, that's not happening. And then five minutes later, when the interview's over, they're writing an article about how great it is. This is this is like your favorite thing that that's not. A, I, I can't I can't believe you. McGee's usually snappy with this. this. I got examples left and right coming up about this right now. My point again: there is nobody more embarrassed by liberalism other than liberals. I'm going to show you a, 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 that now. That's a big issue, men in women's prisons. I'm going to show you an, a, a big issue, but a small joke again by Biden right after this short break that shows you again exactly what I mean about the COVID hysteria. Liberals, you're going to put your masks on. You got to get your vaccines. They're all going to work. You got to social distance. You got to shut down the schools. And then, given the opportunity to do any of this themselves, they laugh and joke about it because they know it's embarrassing and stupid. It's just glorious to watch. 
Last, it is so. Guy says it's the libs of TikTok syndrome. It is so libs of TikTok that you 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 take their content from TikTok. You totally unedited. You put it on Twitter. You don't even put a comment on there, and they're embarrassed it's on Twitter for other people to see. This is freaking glorious. Folks, are you tired of the same old monotonous liberal favorite coffee brands? Just stop. Go with my guys at Blackout Coffee. Blackout Coffee is the best. Listen, not only does the owner love America and love coffee, but he loves his company and he loves making sure his customers are 100% satisfied. I've had a lot of coffee companies reach out. I settled on Blackout Coffee for a number of reasons. One, I trust the operation of the, uh, of, of the company. But second, the coffee's just damn good. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support or shipping, they've got an incredible work ethic. They're dedicated to promoting conservative principles. They accept no compromise in taste or quality. Do me a favor. Check out blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. This coffee tastes like coffee. It smells like coffee. It is fantastic. I love it. Did shows other guys. Blackout Coffee loves the country, loves good coffee. They love their customers. It's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. As you can tell, I had a few cups. I feel really good. I took a cold shower this morning. Boom, I was in it. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your order. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Check it out today. Send me your reviews. You're going to love it. I haven't had anything but positive comments on this. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. All right, here's what I mean. He clearly, the Biden nominee is a liberal, is totally embarrassed by her own writing about liberalism. Here it is again. Liberals love to tell you, put your masks on, despite we obviously know masks are a joke for morons. Mask, put an M on your head, not just for mask. Put it on your head for moron, like the Hester Prince scarlet letter, just with an M. Liberals are so embarrassed by this position that when they, here's Biden yesterday, he walks into a room with no mask on. Even Biden is embarrassed. He could have come out yesterday and said, hey, this stuff is stupid. It's not working. We need to start taking measures that'll actually stop this, like wash your hands. You know, stay away from sick people. Sick people. No, he keeps promoting the mass hysteria while simultaneously doing this. Check this out. Hello, everybody. Let me explain to the press. I've been tested again today. I'm clear across the board, but they keep telling me because this has to be ten days or something. I got to keep wearing it, but don't tell them I didn't have it on when I walked in. I, folks, they, you, you understand, like. This is what they do. This is all these guys do. These guys pump this nonsense garbage right into your face and at the cerebral cerebral cortex, and they believe none of it. This is the biggest scam you have ever seen. This is the biggest scam you have ever seen. Only suckers fall for this stuff. You're telling me, can we put this in perspective for a second? You're telling me, right, that you've got a, a, an 80 plus year old guy whose wife just had COVID, who's got 700 vaccinations or whatever they got, who is definitely at high risk. He's an older age person. He's probably not going to die, but COVID's serious for older people, right? Can be that he believes so little in the mass thing. His administration continues to pump in his CDC and elsewhere that he comes into a room in front of a bunch of cameras and jokes about it after his wife's got COVID. And we're, we're all supposed to sit back and believe all this stuff. Come on, man. Really? Give me a break. Here's Dr. Marty Macari, a guy I actually trust. I've had him on the radio show quite a bit. Here's Dr. Macari talking about this mask stuff. How, again, I know I'm harping on this, but this is important. 
because this has really become the refuge for losers. This is when you know you've reached peak stupid. All of these stories are serious. The trans stuff, all of the economic stuff, everything I get to. The mask thing is so critical because, again, it sells people on a, on such a discredited, ridiculous idea that it's almost to the point of a Kool-Aid-like mass delusion. So there's a study out there, the Cochran study. If you go to Dr. Marty Macari's account, he's at Marty, Marty Macari on Twitter. He points out this Cochrane study. Tons of people have been asking me for the link to the Cochrane study on masks, which shows masks don't do jack squat. Not even the N95 masks. They don't work. Don't listen to me. Listen to the science. Here's the study. He's links to it right here. What's the problem, folks? Liberals can't take even the mildest of rigorous scientific critiques of their stuff. The Cochrane study, which shows, quote, Dr. Marty McCarry did nothing for the 276,000 participants in randomized trials. The Cochrane review is now being criticized because people don't like the results. He puts the link right there. Here's where you want a real kick in the balls. The Cochrane organization is now being lobbied to downplay the science and the results. Sadly, the managing editor, who is not involved in the analysis, is caving to the political pressure. Their website now doesn't allow you to share the study on social media. <laughs> Folks, this is glorious. Look right there. Thank you, Gabe. They don't allow you to share it. This is glorious. Glorious. I, folks, it, it doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any better than this. You've got a 276,000 participant, vigorous, robust, vibrant study showing you masks are for losers and stupid people. And what do they do? The left wants you to silence the science in the name of science. It. <laughs> How many, he wants to know how many studies. It doesn't matter how many studies. It doesn't, these people are crazy. Here's the, here, I just saw this. I sent this to Guy right before we came up on the air. Here's the Washington Post, supposedly like the gold standard of left-wing journalism, right? A few schools mandated masks. Conservatives hit back hard. Well, why? Because it's totally not scientific. Doesn't matter. The Washington Post, listen to this line. Mask mandates were instrumental in controlling the spread of the coronavirus during the peak of the pandemic. They were? Absolutely nobody believes that but you idiots. Nobody believes that. Again, <laughs> liberalism. This is, it isn't Republicans pounds, but they don't want to use the word pounds. So now it's hit back hard because they know they'll be mocked. Hannah Natanson, Fanny Nirapil, and Megan Vasquez. Hilarious that they wrote this piece. There is nothing they're saying is true. It doesn't matter, folks. It doesn't matter. These people are delirious. There is no one more embarrassed by liberalism than liberals. Biden could be, oh, we're my best, but only morons wear masks. Hey, but he wants you to do it. He wants you to do it. Three people, three people on the byline to share the bullshit that mask mandates were critical in stopping the coronavirus spread. Do you understand how dumb you have to be to believe this? Holy Moses, man. Hey, I want to play this before we take a quick break here. Yeah, just to show you again how these people are totally full of shit. They're just making it up, folks. Here's Kareem Jean-Pierre yesterday. Joe Biden leaves a Medal of Honor ceremony early. 
It's clear as day what happened, okay? I don't care what the White House tells you. I did this for a living in the past. There is absolutely zero chance Joe Biden left the stage at that Medal of Honor ceremony, leaving the recipient up on the stage by himself because that was on the schedule. He walked off the stage because he's likely a rotting bag of oatmeal and just forgot what to do. So again, instead of telling the truth, oh, he thought the ceremony was over. Oh, my bad. No, no. Kareem Jumpier's got to lie to people. Oh, yeah, that was part of the schedule because he didn't want to infect people despite getting up in the guy's face to put the medal on and breathing directly in his face. Listen to this, man. This is great. So going forward, if he is that close to people over the next couple of days as he goes to these meetings at the G20, should we expect to see him masked if he is engaging with world leaders like that? So the president's going to be masking in the next, in this 10-day period. He's going to be masking. He's going to be making sure that uh, he is getting tested regularly uh, in consultation with, uh, certainly in consultation with uh, his physician. And, uh, And so we will keep those CDC guidelines. Again, He wanted to make sure he had those really important remarks to share about the heroics and what uh, the captain, Captain Taylor, did on behalf of his country. So, yes, he took off his mask. Uh, And then but what we made sure to happen is that there was a brief pause. When there was a pause in the program, the president left. uh, So to minimize uh, his uh, his impact or uh, his uh, his impact towards the attendees who were there. And so that was done on purpose. That was done very purposefully. I mean, you really believe this? You, you, so he's up in the guy, folks, you understand he's giving him a medal. He is literally in his face, not figuratively, in his face, awarding this hero, by the way, the medal. And he just leaves. There, I, here, they, they'll never do it, but I've told you this before. You want to settle this tomorrow? Have them produce the, the line by line about what the president was supposed to do. We call him like a line by line. Have him produce the line by line about what the president was supposed to do at that event. I guarantee you it doesn't say get in this guy's face, breathe on him and walk off the stage. They're just lying. They are lying. This is the dumbest White House in the history of presidential politics. Let me take a quick break. And I want to show you that they did something yesterday. Again, so embarrassingly stupid. Because they just have no control over their message whatsoever. Folks, Patriot Supply, mypatriotsupply.com. You ever get the feeling something bad's going to happen? Well, I do. Between the distractions and smoke screens in the media, we probably won't see it coming. That's why it's smart to invest in emergency food right away. It's better to have emergency food and not need it than to need it and not have it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Head to my website, mypatriotsupply.com. You'll save $200 on your three-month emergency food kit for My Patriot Supply. Enjoy a wide variety of delicious meals offering over 2,000 calories a day for optimum strength under stress. Stock up before panic sets in. Free shipping is automatic. Your order ships fast. Get a kit for every member of your family. Folks, don't wait. I have multiples. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Go today. Please don't wait. Thanks, My Patriot Supply. I appreciate it. Today's show also also brought to you by the USCCA. Hey, this is serious. We've seen an increase in shootings and street crime. Streets and neighborhoods are less safe. We know that. It's been reported violent crime is, is up across the nation. You've probably seen stories as well of good guys with a gun defending themselves and finding themselves in handcuffs and in jail. You've got to be prepared now more than ever. Protect yourself and your loved ones. But here's a fact. Most people aren't. Frankly, you've got to be prepared for the mental, the physical, and, and, and the legal ramifications of self-defense. That's why I've been a member of the U.S. Concealed Carry Association for years. 
because owning a gun just isn't enough anymore. Join the USCCA and get instant access to life-saving education, training, and the legal preparation you need as a gun owner. Plus, new members get a free Pelican Gun Vault just for joining today. Check this out. Joining as a Platinum or Elite Level member gets you a second bonus, 100% free. So you'll be getting life-saving education, training, legal preparation, Pelican Gun Vault, and a USCCA Survival Kit. Claim yours today by visiting uscca.com slash Bongino and get signed up. Again, that's uscca.com slash Bongino. Go there now for the peace of mind you've been searching for, uscca.com slash Bongino. Fantastic organization. Highly recommended. Here's what I mean. The dumbest White House. And folks, this has resistance. just like, let's poke fun at him because it's not a comedy show, okay? I'm not Jerry Seinfeld. This is to show you how disorganized and, and off message these people always are. It's because Joe Biden is so dumb. He has no sense whatsoever on how to clean out the operation in his White House because he's not in control. It's former Obama people who I think are half enjoying this guy's collapse. They hated each other. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre yesterday. They sent out a condolences message to former uh, Governor Bill Richardson who passed and his daughter, Heather. What's the problem? Bill Richardson doesn't have a daughter named Heather. So this. The initial statement from the president about the passing of Governor Bill Richardson included condolences for his wife of 50 years, Barbara, and their daughter, Heather. Um, that line about Heather, the daughter has been removed because they didn't have a daughter named Heather um, or daughter. So can you walk us through how these press releases are fact-checked, who signs off on them in the end, and then in this case, how this error was made? So look, we apologize for the error, certainly. Uh, that is not something uh, that... Uh, uh, you know, uh, we want to do, right? We want to make sure that uh, we get this information out clearly and uh, in a straightforward way to the American people. So that was not done intentionally. Uh, and uh, certainly when we realized that error, it was removed uh, from the website. Uh, we do have fact checkers here. We do have multiple people who uh, take a look at, uh, at the, the, the press releases, especially from the president. This was just a miss, unfortunately, and we apologize for that miss. They have zero messaging control whatsoever. Folks, I can prove it to you. It's like, this is a really, really stupid White House. They keep saying things that have been debunked repeatedly over and over that are inaccurate. We reduced the deficit. I met the Angelo guy on Amtrak. I got arrested going to see Nelson Mandela. My house nearly burned down. They have no messaging control. It's not that they don't have people trying to control the message. It's that Joe Biden is too cocky and stupid to listen. And so is Kareem Jean-Pierre. Again, there's nobody more embarrassed by liberalism other than liberals. A nobody. These are really stupid people. Here's another example of what I'm talking about. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy. I, re I mean, a genuinely awful governor. The problem for us is he's competing for awfulness with a bunch of complete losers. Hochul, Newsom, Pritzker. I mean, people who are just genuinely terrible. So generally, Phil Murphy, the governor of New Jersey, gets a pass. There's nothing more embarrassing than watching right now Kathy Hochul Eric Adams and uh, and uh, and Phil Murphy, the governor of New Jersey, the mayor of New York and the governor of New York of New York, excuse me, mayor of New York City, governor of New York. Absolute radical Democrats sit here and shit all over sanctuary cities, despite 20 years of liberal Democrats telling us how great sanctuary cities are. 
Again, there's nobody more embarrassed by liberalism other than liberals. Here's Phil Murphy. Everybody's focusing on Eric Adams. Oh, New York City's finally turning on the immigration issue. No, no, it's happening in New Don't give this guy a pass either. It's happening in New Jersey too. Here's Phil Murphy. Like, hey, man, we're all sanctuary cities are awesome. Okay, send a lot of people to New Jersey here illegally. Hey, sanctuary cities suck. We can't take any more people. Here, watch this. We've not heard it from the White House. Uh, but not only what I call on the White House and Congress to do what I just said, that three-legged stool, let's finally fix this once and for all. I don't see any scenario, Eric, where we're going to be able to take in um, a, a program in, in Atlantic City or, frankly, elsewhere in the state. We are already seeing folks in New Jersey that have probably swelled into Jersey from New York City or from other locations. But you need scale enormous amount of federal support, resources that go beyond anything that we can afford. Putting everything else aside, I just don't see it. Uh, why? I don't understand. I, again, I'm missing the point. Listen, I know liberals, you watch the show. Again, I get your death threats and your horrible messages every day. I'm asking you a serious question. Why is it that everything you believe in or you claim to believe in, you never actually back up in practice? You told us you like tax cuts for the rich, did you not? How many times have we heard that, fellas? Only every other day. Tax the rich, they're awful, they're greedy, they're living like the Monopoly guy with the monocle in his eyeball, right? And then when there is a salt tax cut, uh, the, the limitation of state and local tax tax cut for blue states that primarily benefits rich people who pay a lot of taxes in blue states, it was liberal congressmen fighting against it. The salt thing was a Trumpier tax provision. There's nothing. They, you tell us you don't believe in school choice, yet you send your kids to private schools, pull them out of public schools immediately. You say you believe in masks, yet you never wear them. You tell us you believe in men and women's prisons, yet you deny it in front of a bunch of people in a confirmation hearing, or you run away from it. You tell us you believe in sanctuary cities till illegal aliens show up near you. Are you, do you people believe in anything? Or are you always full of shit? This what they are. That plays every month. Here you go. Gee, pop do something. I'm glad you didn't miss that. The, the, the Soviet national anthem is their national anthem every morning. You tell us you believe in, uh, in government-run health care. And then Obamacare passes. And the first thing Congress does is it eliminates itself from the program. Folks, these people are full of shit. It is really hard to watch. They have nothing they tell you is true. Nothing. Here, watch this. This is great. MSNBC is having a real trip. They're having a rough one. They're trying to cope desperately as they realize that Trump is not only pulling ahead in the primary, but is significantly closing in on Joe Biden as well. MSNBC, they don't know what to do. They, they don't know how to see. The thing is, they can't run these polls and ignore them. So here's MSNBC short clip realizing that Trump's pulling ahead and all of the stuff they've been doing, the indictments, the he's a Nazi stuff, all of the hoaxes against them, they're not only working, they're making them stronger. Watch this. Pulling out today is a Trump-Biden rematch seems ever more likely. A new Wall Street Journal poll released just hours ago shows Donald Trump now leading Florida Governor Ron DeSantis by a whopping 46 points. And he's tied with President Biden in a hypothetical general election matchup. They both get about 46 percent of that vote. The craziest thing is they don't understand how they got to this point. You've got a president telling you, oh, spend a lot of money. It's not going to do anything to, to, to impact the dollar. Inflation happens and then they pretend none of it happened. 
You got a president telling you the border's secure with 10,000 illegal immigrants a week piling into New York City or a month piling into New York State, New York City, New Jersey. Nothing they tell you is true. These people are full of crap all the time. Nothing they tell you is true. Nothing. I want you to watch this too. Because folks, this ongoing battle between Elon Musk and John Greenblatt at the ADL is going to get ugly. The ADL has engaged in this campaign to take down Twitter, which is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. It's the weirdest thing. Anybody who objects, anybody who objects to the censoring of political speech, it appears now that John Greenblatt wants to classify as an anti-Semite because he knows it's going to scare people, which is obscene. It's not working. You cannot call everyone a racist and an anti-Semite simply because you have political or scientific disagreements with them. It doesn't work. Here, I want you to watch it. He's been going after Elon Musk at Twitter, trying to get advertisers to stop promoting their products on Twitter. I don't work at Twitter. They're a competitor of mine. But what's happening to Twitter is disgraceful. And I'm glad to see Elon fighting back and companies fighting back against this, too. Real anti-Semitism gets lost when you declare everyone's an anti-Semite for any reason. Here's Greenblatt here, basically embarrassed and playing dumb on the whole thing. Like, oh, we don't know anything about like these boycotts or anything like that. Take a look. I mean, Elon tweeted something I didn't know, that the advertising revenue's down 60%. But look, brands are big boys and girls. They will make their own decisions. I mean, let's be clear here. Like, this is the wealthiest man in the world running one of the most powerful media platforms on the planet. We're a nonprofit here in New York. So I think figuring out, like, who has the power in this relationship, it's pretty clear to me. He's on a major cable news channel playing like he doesn't know anything about anything. I mean, are you serious? Everybody knows this organization is powerful. And this organization may have done some good work, but it's lost its way. It's lost its way completely. You can't go out there randomly declaring people anti-Semites and racists and all this stuff because you disagree with their political positions. And let's be clear who this guy is. Do you remember the, the fine people hoax that Donald Trump after Charlottesville went out and declared white supremacists fine people? Oh, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Oh, he did. Now, here's the catch. That never happened. Yet to this day, there's still people promoting the fine people hoax. You don't go to the ABC News thing first. Here's ABC News just a little bit after it happened in August of 2017. Here's Jonathan Greenblatt, the same guy. Let's be clear. We should expect our leader in the highest office in the land to step above the lowest possible bar, Greenblatt said. We have seen a pattern of the president equivocating. When it comes to denouncing hate groups, including white supremacists and anti-Semitic groups, Greenblatt said. He equivocated? Really? Here's where Donald Trump, is this, a, let me ask you, is this equivocating? I'm, I'm sad we have to play this again, but this is the same guy saying like he equivocated on calling out white supremacists and he didn't condemn them. Play the cut. So you know what? It's fine. You're changing history. You're changing culture. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. Condemned, condemned totally. Again, it doesn't matter how many times we play that. 
there are still people out there who are eager to smear conservatives, MAGA folks, Trump supporters, DeSantis supporters too. DeSantis supporters get it too. Oh, you guys aren't allowed to teach black history in the state of Florida. Really? It's fascinating because portions of black history are actually mandated in the curriculum. Did you actually read any of it? Nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. You know what? Play it. Play it one last time. Just in case the liberals are listening. Nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. Again, it doesn't matter. I could play it a hundred more times. It makes no difference. Because again, liberalism is an embarrassment to liberals. So the only refuge they have is lying and stupidity. You guys are racist. You guys are anti-Semites. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. A couple other stories before we roll for the day. Folks, listen, the censorship of conservative content has gotten really bad. Again, I appreciate everything you've done to support Rumble, True Social, Parallel Economy. You got Public SQ out there now. You've got Mammoth Nation. You've got a bunch of really solid, prosperous, growing conservative companies that live in the parallel economy, and they've been doing a really great job. But you've also got an entertainment side of it, too, that's really been flourishing. The Sound of Freedom is on track to make somewhere close to $200 million. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't even tell you the obscene amount of money that is. I mean, it is a ridiculous amount of money for a movie. Now, I want to get the details on the story. I'm applying the Bongino rule, so I don't want to jump to any conclusions. But U.S. Southern Command cancels Sound of Freedom screenings at headquarters. Someone's got a reason why they may have done that. Again, I'm not going to draw any conclusions about it. However, 24 to 72 hours sounds kind of strange to me. Folks, I have a movie coming out with Dinesh D'Souza in in the the very near future. It's going to be a good one. You're going to love it. Um, It's about the police state. The movie is going to leave you in tears at the end if you were as passionate about this as I am. Some of the stuff in the movie is stuff you have not seen or heard before about everything from January 6th to some of these Fed operations. It is, I'm going to have some news on that in the future. And I really appreciate looking out for it. But this parallel economy is growing. We also have another announcement, Rumble Cloud. Rumble's launched its cloud service yesterday, which I'm really happy to be a part of. Folks, I can't emphasize to you enough that I was not a big believer. Um, I wasn't. I was not a big believer uh, in boycotts and the fact that we needed a parallel economy because I believe in economic efficiency. Why have multiple companies in the same space that do the same thing that are really not competing on the same, right? It just didn't make any sense. However, over time, I realize that liberals are never going to stop. You've got to understand what separates us from them, right? We are people who believe in objective God-given values given strictly to us. We're God-given. We have God-given values that can't be infringed upon. Therefore, we have an emergency break in their behavior. We don't want to hurt other people. We're not interested in taking away their rights. We're not interested in taking away their right to vote, their economic freedom, their healthcare freedom, none of that. We are interested in one thing and one thing only, being left alone and the respect of our own God-given freedoms too. The left doesn't believe that. This is why a parallel economy is necessary. I need you to understand this. The left believes none of this. The left believes in subjugation. Subjugation requires subjects. They want you to be subjects. Folks, we're not going to be subjects. We're not doing it. We're not. We just, I refuse to acquiesce to that, folks. I'm not doing it. All right. Hey, listen, for the chat, any suggestions for some questions today? For uh, I'm going to check out the chat here for a second. I haven't done this in a while. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> 
got what some any any suggestions for some questions for Trump later? Because I've got a few in mind. Here, here, I'll give you the list here. Cool, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tell ten friends to watch the Dan Bongino show from the meat of my groin. That, of course. Here are my questions. Tell me what you think so far. Okay. Uh, thoughts on the Fourteenth Amendment using the keep the using the Fourteenth Amendment to keep him off the ballot. Uh, yeah, or nay? You guys like that question? I think it's a, it's a it's a scam. Obviously, the Fourteenth Amendment. I want to ask him about the vaccine questions. Operation Warp Speed was his thing. There's a lot of questions about the vaccine. How he feels about mandates. See, I try to prepare, write this stuff down. Government shutdowns looming. Thoughts on the pending bankruptcy of the United States? I think it's a good one. Oh. Uh, that's mine. That dude right here. Look at it here. You're looking at my phone right here. The next question, literally right there. Pardons as a corrective for January 6th ovaries. Can you read that? Also, the idea of massive personnel changes in the federal government. Now, I'm hoping we can get to all this. It's, I only have about 18 minutes with him. But I want to ask him, is he going to participate in the next debate as well? There's been some rumors he may do that. And then finally, I want to ask him about this ADL, his thoughts on the ADL, his uh, defense league, because he seemed the uh, anti-defamation league, excuse me, because they, you know, they, they've gone after him as well in the past. So any other, what are you guys thinking? I mean, I really, I respect you guys a lot. I want to see, do you have a dog? Oh, that's for me. Yes, I do. I have a dog. Wait, wait, wait. Here's one. You want me to ask about his threats to his life? Uh, I'm not really sure I can do that. I'm not, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, because he knows he knows some things. I know Will Trump clean house with the left wing? Well, me, oh, sorry about that. Am I talking about? Oh, who's he going to pick for VP? P, P, uh, P. M. M. Medeiros? Pardon J6? The Second Amendment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did he go along with shutting down the economy? Fair enough question. The Inflation Reduction Act bump stocks. Yeah, we should ask him about that, too. I'm going to try, I'm going to, try to get to all this. Stuff. No pardon. No pardon. No vote. Article 5, uh, Convention of States. All right. All right. Good stuff. Good ideas, folks. All right. I appreciate it. I'm going to get prepared uh, for that interview later today. Got a big show. Folks, I really appreciate all your support of the podcast. You all are amazing. 70,900 people watching today. You know, I so deeply appreciate it. You guys matter to me more than anything. I said on the radio show yesterday. I'll say it again here. Thank you. I, I, you've made my life and enriched my life so much. If you wouldn't mind, if you haven't yet picked up a copy of my book, uh, technically it's pre-order, but it launches on Tuesday. So if you order it online, uh, you'll get it probably within a couple of days. They usually release them early. Uh, my new book is called The Gift of Failure. I promise I'm not going to beat the hell out of it over the next month or so, but I think you're really going to like the book, folks. It means a lot to me. You want to hear what happened, the uh, backstory, what happened with Parler? And I think it's going to open a lot of eyes. How many people know what happened there? The story about how that went down. Also, I've had a bunch of secret service stories, you know, riding off with a gas pump. A friend of mine took the gas pump with him. But uh, I was like, why does that car have a tail behind us? They forgot to take the gas out of the gas pump. They're funny stories. But again, there's always little life lessons embedded in all these failures. I talk about big failures, running for office and losing, trying to get into medical school, collapsing, and, uh, you know, screwing, out, screwing that up. There's a bunch of great stories. Pick up the book, The Gift of Failure. I think you're going to love it. And uh, subscribe to the show, rumble.com slash Bongino. Thanks again for tuning in, folks. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard The Dan Bongino Show.